Hey folks, CA Rachana Ranade here and I welcome you all to another episode of Finance Simplified, the podcast wherein we are going to discuss about China versus Bharat, which economy is performing better. So, let's get started. So, let's start with the very first parameter that is GDP or the gross domestic product. So, what we are going to do is we are going to compare the latest quarterly data that is available that is for the month of April to June. We are going to compare Bharat's data with China's data and not only this quarter, the latest quarter, we are also going to compare previous quarter of Bharat's data with China's data. So, first of all, if I talk about April to June quarter, we grew at 7.8% vis-a-vis China grew at 6.3%. But if I were to compare the previous quarter that is from Jan to March, we grew at 6.1% whereas China grew at 4.5%. So, even if I compare this quarter or the previous quarter, we have outperformed China's GDP growth rate. So, let's move on with the second point and that is about market performance. Well, I personally believe that market is nothing but a reflection of the economy's performance. What is the logic? See, if one company does well or if I may say if a lot of companies do well, automatically I can say that the industry performs well. If majority of the industries perform well, the economy as a whole performs well and that is ultimately reflected in the stock market performance, right? Now, how has our market performed as comparison with China's market? So, Uh, you know, one of the favorite or the most followed indicator, I can say, is Nifty 50 for Bharat. But for China, I can say it is CN50. But like we also have multiple indices. China also has multiple indices. Just for comparison purpose, I've taken Nifty 50 for us and CN50 for China. Now, whereas we are almost hitting new higher highs, we have have already surpassed the previous highs. And even as I shoot, we are barely 2% below the all-time high. China has not even has not been able to pass the previous all-time high. In fact, it is trading almost at a 38% discount to the previous all-time high. So clearly, our market has, has been performing way better as compared to China's market. Even if I were to compare the mutual fund industry, Bharat has grown almost 2x, has grown twofold, doubled over a period of last five years, that is from 2018 to 2023. There is one peculiar thing that is happening in China that is about the increase in the popularity of CDs. CDs are similar to fixed deposit. They are not exactly same as fixed deposit, but similar to that. But now what people in China are doing, they are not really keen towards investing in stock market or mutual funds or real estate. But instead of that, they are giving more preference to something known as CDs. And that can be seen with the fact that latest official data shows financial institutions issuing 5 5.5 trillion yuan worth of long-term deposits known as certificate of deposits in the first quarter itself of this year. Now, let's go to the third point that is credit growth. Now, understand for any economy to perform better, the credit growth has to be good. In case of China or in case of Bharat, nowhere there has been a degrowth, but the pace at which China's you know credit growth has happened, that is comparatively less. And why am I saying that? In July alone, China's yuan-denominated loans rose by 345.9 billion yuan that is less than half the amount from a year ago so basically july 23 versus july 22 is what i told you right now now what does this mean let us say in july 22 this is a very simple explanation if the credit growth was at 2 
this July 23, the credit growth is at 1. So am I saying it's a degrowth? No, it's not a degrowth. But the pace at which China has grown has been pretty less. But if I were to compare that with Bharat, we grew at 19.7% YOY. This is typically I'm talking about non-food bank credit. But still we have grown at 19.7%. But even if I were to remove the HDFC bank and HDFC limited merger, still this figure stands at 14.8%. Now let's talk about the next parameter, which is un employment rate. Well, China's youth unemployment rate that typically includes the age group of 16 to 24 that reached a record high of 21.3% in June. What about Bharat? Unemployment rate in uh, in Bharat that stood at 8.16% in June 2023. Well, of course, it's a good sign that our unemployment rate is comparatively less as compared to China, but China's concerns don't stop here. In fact, the, there are reports that China has stopped releasing the figures on unemployment. And now this is clear-cut case of lack of transparency and that is raising more concerns and questions about China's true unemployment now. Let's move on with the next parameter that is about real estate. Now you might be like, why are we talking about a specific sector? Reason is very simple. This sector contributes to almost 29% of China's GDP and it has seen, it has witnessed a decrease of 8.5%. The decrease I'm talking about is about overall investment in real estate. So overall investment in real estate in China has decreased to the tune of 8.5% as compared to the previous year. And to add to this, China's one of the largest property developers that is Evergrande, it has filed for bankruptcy protection in the United States. Believe it or not, their debt figure stands to approximately $340 billion. And this is not going to impact only China's economy, but it can also send potential shockwaves to the global markets. Well, when I tried to check out how much is the investment in the real estate sector in Bharat, I was not able to exactly figure out the, you know, a pinpointed figure. But when I went through the management commentary, the con calls, almost every big real estate developer said that, yes, we are seeing a surge in the property bookings in majority of the areas. In fact, it was also mentioned in one of the con calls that cities like Mumbai witnessed record higher registrations. Let's move on with the next parameter that is exports. Now, as far as China is concerned, July was the third month in a row where their where their shipments overseas have declined, marking the sharpest fall since February 2020, which was their height of pandemic, not for the entire world. But if I'm talking about Bharat, we clocked all-time highest figures, both in the category of exports merchandise and export services. Let's move on with the final point, which is about policy interventions. As far as Bharat is concerned, inflation is very well within the band that we have set for ourselves. RBI said that our target inflation is 4% plus or minus 2%. So basically they have set a band of 2% to 6% for inflation. Are we within that limit? Answer is yes. And, and that is the reason why Bharat has not done any policy intervention and we have kept our rates neutral since February this year. But as far as China is concerned, where the entire world is actually struggling with inflation right now, China is saying we are in deflation right now. And that is the reason why to counter this deflation, we are going to do certain policy interventions. And that is the reason why they have cut the key interest rates for second time in the last three months. Now you can imagine what will happen with because of this policy intervention. China is going to now decrease key interest rates because of which money will be pumped into the system. More and more money pumping into the system that will in fact lead to 
more and more inflation in the coming few months possible and this is not going to trouble only china this may again trouble the entire world i hope you have understood about all the key points of differences uh, the statistical data that i tried to put in front of you as far as a comparison between bharat and china was concerned Thank you for joining us on this episode of Finance Simplified. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast and also found some value in it. If you did, don't forget to share it with your friends and relatives. Till then, take care. Jai Hind.